Young gospel. Young gospel. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is me, your host, Young Gospel. Here, I'm waking up on this beautiful morning. What's up, my fam, my Christian family? It is me, Young Gospel, your host, and this podcast is going to be brought to you by our sponsor, me, <laughs> Young Gospel, my wallet. That's who's sponsoring us today. Versace. That's who's sponsoring us today. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, just a little joke there early in the morning. Um, there's a subject I want to cover today. It's uh, kind of a touchy subject, uh, just like the ones that I've been covering um, in those last episodes. Now, this is going to be EP4, episode number four. The first one covered waking up in the morning and, uh, you know, thanking the Lord, getting a good prayer out. Uh, the second one covering the youth, you know, um, conquering the youth. Uh, it takes a youth, a young person, to go up to another young person and really bring them under their wing and take them to church. And you know what? Change their life forever. And the third one was an extremely touchy subject, um, teen suicide. Now that right there is uh, pretty uh, pretty touchy, but I think I covered that one pretty well. This one here is going to cover courtship and dating and what are the things you should do when you want to date within the church now as Christians we know that we have a standard that we have to uphold now we know that it's not the same as if you were living in the world and you know we shouldn't make that exception we should never date as if we were in the world because we're not of the world the Bible says that we're just passing by um, Exodus twenty fourteen says you shall not commit adultery uh, or nor fornication for that matter and when we are not married and we are engaging in any type of uh, sexual immorality we are basically falling into fornication and fornicators will not inherit the kingdom of God so um, what should we do I mean um, what are the beginnings well I guess the beginnings is when somebody actually starts showing interest in you and um, when you know this is going on and uh, you know maybe you've been you know, talking to the person as a friend, as a friend within the church. And I'm not talking about going out publicly. I'm not talking about going out uh, and doing anything. I'm just talking about establishing a vocal relationship inside of the church. And see, there's there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's what the youth do. The youth mingle. That's why you have youth events. That's why you have um, the youth group. And that's why uh, you have retreats where you can go and... Um, go out to uh, different events um, outside of your church and you know it's kind of like a youth camp for Christians and that's a very beautiful thing it's a really good place to meet the future someone because that is where I met my future someone so um, the first thing I think we should do is we should really talk to it with one of our parents I know the women usually feel better with the women and I know the men usually feel better with the men not all the time. Sometimes the men actually feel better with the woman. But in most cases, uh, the woman always has a more of an understanding look into um, dating. And a lot of times they are the ones that can give you the better advice. But you always want to let somebody know. There's nothing like letting someone know what is going on in your life, especially in your love life. I think the second thing you should do if you really want to start going out with this person publicly um, I think you should consult it with the pastor. Um, 
You know, it's a very important thing to uh, always fill in the pastor. You have to remember that he is um, the caretaker of the sheep, and he will have to render accounts for the, his sheep. So there's nothing wrong with going up to the pastor and saying, Hey, pastor, you know what? Um, I'm going to start dating this person. And you know what? It is, it is a very smart thing to do, and I'm going to tell you why. Sometimes a pastor actually knows what's going on with that person, and if that person is maturely ready to engage in a relationship or in a courtship. See, um, what a lot of people don't know and what a lot of people don't understand is that the pastor actually hears of a lot of things that happen within the church um, about his flock. So maybe this person that you want to go out with um, already came up to the pastor and maybe expressed to him maybe some issues that he or she is going through and based on that maybe the pastor will tell you hey you know what I don't recommend it I don't think this person's ready it could be for whatever problem I mean the last thing you want to do is date someone that is extremely immature and maybe that's one of the things that that person could be dealing with um, out of many problems that someone could be dealing with I think I'll just go based on the immaturity just to keep this podcast clean if you know what I mean um, so yeah uh, it's always important to tell the pastor what exactly is going on and what you're thinking about doing um, and I think the third thing you should do is if you do get the pastor's approval to go out with this person don't forget always go out publicly um, my church personally we do chaperones so if you're gonna go out with this person and you know that you're going to be alone at some point with this person then it is very important to take out a chaperone very important because you'd be surprised how quick the enemy can get in there the enemy is um, he's a slime ball you know if you put slime under a door jam most likely he's gonna be able to get through that door because that's what slime does it can crawl in through anything so we have to be really careful when we are dating within the church because that slime ball, he's out there and he wants us to fall. Um, publicly, being public is, is a very important thing, I think, because it kind of um, directs you in a more, um, in, a, in a different way, in a positive way, in an honest way. You're not like out there by yourself on the beach you know at seven eight o'clock at night and no one's out there and you know temptation is going to be knocking at your door um second timothy 222 says flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness flee the evil desires um of the youth so we know that one of these evil desires of the youth is indeed lust and lust is is always around because it's one of the snares it's one of the traps that for sure the enemy has been able to use for many many years um, I think and, and and I feel that there's been a lot of people that have been removed or have you know what have removed themselves because of, of lustful um, actions Romans 8 6 says the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. So we know that if your mind is governed by your flesh, it's surely going to die. And we're talking spiritually. We're talking about a spiritual death here. See, you have two wolves inside. You have a spiritual wolf. You have a carnal wolf. Depends on the one you feed the most 
it's the one that's going to beat the other. So if you're feeding your flesh a lot, then most likely your flesh is going to defeat your spirit. But if you are feeding your spirit a lot, and you are strong in your spirit, and you are in prayer, and you are in fasting, most likely that wolf is going to beat the fleshly wolf. It's just like a diet. The more that you leave that soda, the more that you leave those um, heavy foods, um, the easier it is going to be for you as you as you gain uh, traction. But if you don't leave any of that stuff, if you don't leave the sugar, if you don't leave the sweets, then most likely you're falling into your flesh and it's going to be so hard for you to maintain a diet. So we know that a mind governed by the flesh is death. Uh, James 1, 14, 15 says, But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desires and enticed. 15. Then after desires has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. You know, the wages of sin are death. But first, what, what I like to note here is that each person is tempted when they are dragged away. See, the, the enemy, the slime ball, wants to isolate you. He wants to drag you away. He wants to just take you out the flock. He, I don't know if you guys remember a cartoon from way back in the day where it's like the wolf, um, he's playing this like instrument and he's kind of luring the sheep out of the flock with this very nice and enticing music and the sheep is just being hypnotized by this music. And see, this is what the enemy does. He plays this very enticing uh, role and uh, he tries to lure us in, but when he's luring us in, he's actually dragging us away from the shepherd. Now, if we are not within the shepherd's sight, how can the, she the shepherd protect us from an attack he can't so when we are dragged away it says it's when the evil desires come in and they entice us so here goes isolation so first we are isolated we are dragged away by our own evil desires and then we are enticed that's when the enemy decides to put that plate of food right in front of us you know and after we've been dieting and we've been feeding the spirit and to have a plate of food in front of you after a fast boy believe me is that enticing and then after desires have conceived it gives birth to sin so after the desires have came up um, and notice the desire now it does not say in the action because you have to remember what Jesus said he says those that look at a woman and are lusting after her have already committed adultery with her in their hearts so this is a desire once it has conceived it gives birth to sin and when it is full grown when you are filled in this sin when you are just just smothered in this sin it gives birth to death now we are talking about a spiritual death here see and a spiritual death it's it's extremely dangerous because these are the deaths that can pull you away from the church and potentially uh, pull you away for a very long time and I've seen this happen time and time again where the pastor um, you know has preached to us strongly about you know courtship about uh, dating within the church about uh, chaperone and about being very careful and being in the spirit and not walking in the flesh because you will surely die now first John 2:16 says for everything in the world the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but 
from the world, for everything in the world comes from that, from the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, and these don't come from the Father, but they come from the world. So we have to remember that the world is always going to paint us a pretty picture. The world is always going to paint us a pretty picture, and they do this with ads. They do this with music, which is, to me, personally, it's the key one. It's the one they use the most against our youth is music, music videos, and then they use movies. You know, Hollywood, hello here. Those people cannot last a year together. I don't, I honestly, till this day, can't think of one uh, marriage that actually has lasted in Hollywood. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is, but... I can't think of one right off the top of my head, so that alone is a pretty sad situation. But that's what they do to the youth. They take on a full campaign to make you think that sexual immorality is okay. And we know that it's not. Why? Why do we know that it's not? We know that it's not because our Lord Jesus Christ Savior left behind his word, right? And his word is life. So his word is telling us not to engage in this. So therefore, we need to be obedient because when we're not obedient, we commit sin. And the wages of sin, again, are, yep, you said it, death. So we have to be very careful. Now, another thing that can potentially happen if if you do engage in this sexual morality, fornication, what can happen is um, you can lose a position within the church. I, I really, really, I really feel um, strongly about this. I've seen people be removed and you know i never really ask why but you kind of sometimes know what's going on in a way um but i've seen this happen i really have and um and talking with people and talking directly with people you know some of them have came up to me and said hey um young gospel this is what i'm going through um what should i do and you know i always tell them go to the pastor i mean you know i He's 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 the leader. He's the one in charge, you know, so we have to we must run these things through the pastor because uh, the anointings, you know, in the service, it has to be there for people to receive the Holy Spirit. I mean, the musicians are the ones that are going to bring in the spirit, you know, and then we are going to praise it and we are going to ask for it and we're going to receive it. So um, if you do, if this does happen to you, look, it's not the end of the world. You know, um, first thing we need to do is we need to come to an altar of repentance. We need to ask the Lord for forgiveness. Say, hey, God, forgive me. I, I have messed up, you know, and believe me, the Lord is so faithful. Look, the Lord is not like people. People won't forgive you. Uh, you know, a lot of people won't forget, but the Lord will forgive you and he'll forget and he'll put that in the deepest parts of the ocean as if you were being baptized he says that every time we sin, he forgets that sometimes we're the ones that always want to remind him. But he says, hey, I don't remember that anymore. Don't forget, though, there is consequences within the church, but you can build your way back up. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen within the church. Get right with God first. Ask for forgiveness. Get on your knees. Say, hey, Lord, forgive me, Father. And believe me, our Lord is righteous. He is loving. Um... The word for it is agape. It's an unconditional love that I think no human being can really understand. It is a love that surpasses any love. I mean, from what 
from what I get from it, I mean, it even surpasses the love of a mother to a son or a daughter. So that's that's pretty big. And again, it's not the end of the world. You will build yourself back up because you are a Christian. You are in Christ and the Lord has forgiven you. Now, if we want to do things right and we want a courtship and we want a date, just remember, sex is for after you get married not before okay the lord made this to procreate he didn't make this for an attraction for a fun time he made this okay for procreation and he made this for after marriage and if after marriage you want to have fun go ahead but please please wait for marriage courtship is a very beautiful thing as long as we're practicing it correctly if your pastor has not covered it, it it doesn't give you a reason not to practice it okay because it is biblical and it is written I know there is churches where pastors are not fine-tuned with the problems of the youth but here you are young gospel here you are with me and I am gonna cover these things because I am fine-tuned with the youth and at times I have not liked the way some of these preachings are not catered to the youth I think we need to get our youth our youth is a future they're going to be in those footsteps later on and if we don't well prepare them if we don't well prepare you guys for this stuff then in the end you are going to fail and then you're going to say well nobody told me about this so look this is a beautiful thing we are in christ we are believers we are sons and daughters of a king don't you ever forget that and you know like i always say fix that crown baby fix that crown so i don't want to leave you guys without saying a quick little prayer for you guys especially for this such a touchy subject i mean this is a touchy subject this is a hard one um courtship and dating the lust the, the flesh you know let me say just a quick prayer lord father jesus help us out give us the wisdom give us the knowledge put in front of us the correct leaders so that they can speak over us and talk over our lives and Lord Jesus Christ, in your name, I pray. Amen. So catch me on the next one, on EP5. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to bring for EP5, but you know what? I'm going to have my studio set up pretty soon here, and I am really excited, guys. I do this for you. Remember that we are the soldiers that Christ has put up. We are the leaders. We are the alphas, and we have to go out, and we have to spread the gospel. Anyway, guys, I am signing out. This is Young Gospel. Remember, if you have any questions or you need a prayer request, you can get at me at yggospel at gmail.com. Once again, that's yggospel at gmail.com. Gospel. Young Gospel.